Previously, we talked about the hardest thing I ever loved to do, which was serving an LDS mission in good old Idaho. After a 21-month journey on focusing on a singular purpose, the next steps were to start dating, go to school, get a job, and do the things most 20-year-olds do. But things changed when I got home. Forrest Gump says that life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. And trust me, what happened next was me getting the chocolate that I was not expecting at all. This, un- this episode will unfold the biggest opportunity you will ever hear in your life, so I strongly invite you to stick with me on this one. Failure to plan is a plan for failure. My name is Mohanrai Franco, here to personally welcome you to Learning with Franco. Let me tell you a little something about the missionaries. When a missionary is approaching his or her final weeks of their mission, their mission president encourages them to go through a process called My Plan. My Plan is an online course designed to help the full-time missionary ponder and reflect on the lessons and experiences of their mission. As they do this, they set goals and make plans to be self-reliant after their missions in the areas of personal discipleship, education, dating, and marriage. Once they're home, that return missionary is then invited to share those goals and plans with their parents and their leaders and anyone else they see fit. It's not mandatory, but it's highly encouraged. So the missionaries that were going home at the same time I was were already doing it. They were talking about it, reflecting upon it, which was great. I'm glad they did. But for me, I elected to ignore it. But here's why. I wanted to cherish my final moments wearing that black tag over my heart every day preaching the gospel I know can change lives. Sitting in front of a computer making goals for myself I can easily do at any other time when I'm home. And as for matters of reflection, I have an eternity to reflect on the lessons I learned. But a mission? I mean, you only get two years. So I hope you see why I have to ignore my plan. To my knowledge, I was the only one that didn't do it. I managed to avoid it enough that I began to raise suspicion in the eyes of my companion. He was worried I was going to arrive home having no plan, no path to follow, so one day he sat me down and didn't let me leave until I started making a plan for myself. So jokingly, I was telling him, you know, Elder, I wouldn't mind living in the streets. In fact, it would be super cool going out, facing the world, starting from rock bottom. Yeah, that would be the life, man. He stares at me and goes, Elder Franco, that is the stupidest idea I have ever heard. Um, but then we both laughed. Um, he, you know, two buddies having a good conversation. But come to find out that he was serious that day. We did not leave until I started making some goals and plans for my life. So I completed one out of six or seven sections of that course and then used the rest of my time to contact strangers on Facebook so that we could have more people to teach. And it didn't take long for my companion to realize that I was straight up not going to do my plan. So, mission, my mission ends, and now I'm back in Utah having a conversation with a new bishop. He then tells me, hey, um, I got a message from your mission president saying something about a, my plan. Can you tell me a little, a little bit about that? And I told myself, holy cow, this course must be really good because I can't seem to get away from it. So... Here's what my plan, well, my personal plan is. Start my generals in a community college, get a job, 
and maybe start dating after six months. There was no way I was going to get married right away like everybody else. And my execution of that plan was phenomenal. Three days into me being back, I was signed up for summer semester classes and the semester following. I was doing part-time handyman work for my dad. I was doing jobs on the side and door dashing for the hungry people of Utah. Things were going as planned until I sat down for my first online college class. During that first class, I immediately felt lots of hatred and lots of anger flow through my heart. And in short time, my personality my personality changed and I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. Long story short, I dropped out of school and I started to pursue the things I wanted to do. The only problem was that I didn't know what I wanted to do. As a result, as a result I felt lost and purposeless. I looked back and thought, you know what, maybe I should have done my plan. But then I got a message from a friend that I met in my mission inviting me to join a Zoom webinar. During that webinar, I was introduced to a company called LIFE, which is an acronym that stands for Living Intentionally for Excellence. And they talked about the greatest digital product of all time, the Super App. It's a club membership for $30 a month designed to help people have fun, make money, and make a difference. I'm talking about an app that offers exclusive discounts, cash back, and extra virtual currency on hundreds of national brands I already shop at, massive discounts to dream, dream vacations, and resorts worldwide, financial aid, a Pandora section of self-development, insights to the gospel of Jesus Christ, service opportunities, and lots more. I mean, I can go on and on with this thing. I was insanely impressed by this app, but for me, that wasn't the best part. The best part was, as the presentation continued, it included business slides for those who saw its real value. Think of McDonald's. The average person goes to that fast food chain because the product quickly satisfies. The Golden Arches are a place where a family can go, spend money, yet still say, I'm loving it. That's exactly what the Super App was. A family can go, spend money, $30 a month for their membership, and still say, I'm loving it. Now here's where it gets interesting. A person with a dream, yearning for success, goes to McDonald's not for the burgers or anything else, but for its business opportunity. That's what Ray Kroc did. The entrepreneur created streams of passive residual income for himself simply by letting the world know about McDonald's because he saw the real value. Again, exactly like the Super App. A person, can, a person with a dream yearning for success subscribes to that app not because of the cash back or anything else but for its business opportunity. Entrepreneurs receive commission creating streams of passive residual income for themselves simply by referring the app. The developers uh, made that possible by using the approach of network marketing. This app will never be commoditized, meaning it's not going to have competition, and it's always going to be working alongside those large national brands. It collaborates with them. So I became an entrepreneur right then and there, and then I started making goals and creating plans for my life and then got to work. I had a friend, I signed him up, and he was instantly um, satisfied by the app itself. And by doing so, I received a commission of $25. On top of that... I made commission for whatever purchase he made through the app. So he saved money with the exclusive discounts and made money because of the cashback and virtual currency. And whatever he bought made me money because I was the one who referred him. Isn't that awesome? Like, I 
could literally get paid because someone bought a pizza. It's a win-win situation here. So I wanted to let everyone know about this thing. You know, give them a, an opportunity to have an extra stream of income in their life to to help them out a bit. But as I was doing this, I encountered a few problems. Kind of the same problems I encountered when I was a missionary. People not wanting to accept what I had to offer because it's, and I quote, too good to be true. We all have that tendency to create false beliefs when something is being offered to us, thus creating a bad stigma, wrongfully representing that blessing. Here are some examples to paint the picture in your mind so that you can see what I'm talking about. Hey, we're the missionaries of the Church of Jesus Christ. Can we share a message about families and how they can live together forever? No, get away from me. You guys are a cult. You don't believe in Jesus. You worship Joseph Smith. You spread nothing but lies. Most of us are quick to judge, and that quick judgment is a signal of approval to have our mind generate false beliefs. False belief number one, we're a cult. False belief number two, we don't believe in Jesus. False belief number three, we worship Joseph Smith. False belief number four, we spread nothing but lies. Now here's the same scenario with the super app. Hey, let me tell you about this new app. It can help you have fun, make money, and make a difference. No, get away from me. That's a pyramid scheme. You don't help people. You just want their money. This is a scam. You spread nothing but lies. False belief number one. It's a pyramid scheme. False belief number two. We don't help people. False belief number three. It's a scam. I can go on and on. My point is is that our brain is naturally producing these false beliefs because it thinks it'll keep us safe from something that can screw us over. It's a natural response for it to protect us even though the new opportunity it's actually a blessing. I'm a 20-year-old college dropout. I'm not a celebrity. I'm not someone um, people naturally look up to. I don't have amazing skills. Yet I've had people come up to me asking me what I do. They come filled with curiosity, telling me, you seem to know what you're doing. How is it that you can be happy all the time? How, are you not stressed? How, how do you do it? Well, let me tell you how, and let me tell you why. I have the gospel of Jesus Christ continually giving me the resources I need to be happy. I'm an apprentice entrepreneur with a product that has no competition that will get money out of the way so that I can live the life I've always wanted. I'm not perfect and I have a lot to learn. But in my mind, I already am a success. Now I want others to get there too. I want others to think that they already won in their mind, even though they're still going through their battle. Because true joy in life comes from the real blessing of having the gospel of Jesus Christ in your life. So I invite you to seek the missionaries, or talk to me. Now, for extra leverage on finance or money, I'm no billionaire, but I do have an opportunity for people to get that extra um, push they need on finances, getting money out of the way. I invite you to talk to me so that I can show you how. Push, your, push past those limiting beliefs. Push past those false beliefs. Take a chance. Learn these new opportunities you just heard and then apply them in your life. You do those little things, and then you will see a big change.
Thank you so very much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. I'm going to go ahead and follow the cliche where I say hit like and subscribe, but I don't think this is the same as YouTube, so instead I'm inviting you to share this podcast with your dog, friends, and family so that they too can learn with Franco. For those of you who are business-oriented and want to start a company or don't want to start a company but are still looking for a way to make money, then I'm inviting you to go to linksofsuccess.com and click on the button that says join my multi-level marketing company. In there, you will learn how to create passive residual income the right way. I say the right way because MLMs have a bad stigma, but they truly work and will be showing you step by step on how to make it happen. And last but not least, if you have a heart of gold and you wish to support a humble 20 year old working towards his lofty but attainable life dream, then click on the support button on the bio where you can choose how much you would like to contribute. Like always, I love you all and I'll join you on the next episode. Thank you.